what the actual hell was that? Okay, let's cut to the chase. Uh, no intro, no nothing. Uh, sorry, Grant. Uh, no, don't worry about it, mate. I compl- I'm right there with you. <laughs> hey, by the way, this is episode 58. <laughs> All right. We can't, we can't put up that rubbish. Um, we yeah, can't. No, no, no. This, uh, this, is not, this is not happy and Scott, uh, happy Grant and Scott and welcome back and all that stuff. This is uh, genuinely concerned about our football club, uh, Scott and Grant. I'm trying to put in my mind of am I overreacting on round one, but and I may be, and you know what? In three or four weeks, we may click into a groove and fantastic. Uh, but I cannot control my disappointment yeah. that we had an all whole off season uh, thinking about a previous year with a, what I would say a still a good list. People will still accuse me of probably over-assessing our, our list. And maybe I am. Maybe I'm getting to that point. But I still think at the end of last year, we were playing well. We caused a lot of headaches yep. when our players, who are talented, actually show talent and we had a, a resemblance of a game plan. That, the game plan's the biggie for me, dude. Yep. The, players, the players are still the players. They're still out there running around. The, <laughs> from the start of that game, the players had no idea what they were doing. No, it the was, tiniest yeah. bit of pressure from the tiniest. The, the pressure applied by GWS made us completely fold in the first five minutes of the game. There was no kicking into the forward line that wasn't just snaps over the shoulder. Nobody knew where the other players were. There were there were basic skill errors. There were fumbling, ha- fumbling handballs not getting. Out. Scotty and I were looking at the end of that game. We've just jumped into the the um, to do the podcast, and we sort of looked at each other and went. How the actual hell do we do a podcast on this subject? Well, we usually do, you know, we try to be optimists. And if you look at our episodes, then you'll see that. Um, The reason I'm really gutted, and and this is just, and we discussed this in the JLT games, because now I'm actually, I'm glad I said it. When I, after that second JLT game, and we put in another insipid performance, and I said, what the hell gives us the right to put in those performances, yeah. considering 15 years of just nothing, of just nothing. Uh, all we had was a bright shining light from uh, a playing group under James Hurd in probably a, in some parts of 2012, 13 and 14 yep. that showed a resemblance of a game plan of heart, uh, came prepared for the game. Uh we are so far removed from that. How can we be two and six on the previous year? It's been the most discussed topic of our club, the slow start to end of last year. The players have discussed it. How have we gone in this off-season to put in two JLT and round one games of that kind of... I mean, that's VFL level. Low energy, low skill levels. 
there wasn't a single player on that ground that won his possession, his position. Like we, we were totally dominated. And I, I look at this, I look at this side and there are names on paper from back to forward. There's names everywhere. And those names are just, they are much better than that performance. I, I said to Scotty, I've been I've been looking at the, the reasons why this is the case, and I'm thinking, we've brought in like four or five players in the last two to three years. Stringer, Saad, Smith, Shield, the whole thing, right? I don't know that we're gelling as a team. We're, we're just not gelling as a team. No one knows where the other guy's supposed to be. And we are murdering the ball going inside 50. Every Well, every possession so far this year and resembled a little bit of start of last year, but every possession is a game of chance to us. Where there's no, oh, well, here's the next link up the field, here's the next chain. We had one play of a chain of events. And I think I tweeted out almost a bit of a sarcastic comment, like, breaking news, we actually had a chain of handballs. Where is, I've been watching every game, and and though the skills have been down, the you can at least identify with Tigers and all them systems put in place, what they've been working yeah. on. And it's evident I, from game one with those guys. have we been working? We, we've been saying year after year, I said it in the two JLT games, the disconnect of our entries into the forward line is a canter staggering. on this whole club. It's staggering. We've, we had, what, we had two goals to four to three quarter time. Yep. It's insipid. Like, a, we... We just cannot have that kind of incompetency as a game plan. And you know what they're going to say now, though, dude? Like, I swear, Wush is going to come out, and they're all going to come out and say, oh, it's a new game plan. We've got to get used to the way we play together. Um, it'll it'll improve. We're going to get there eventually. I'm sorry, guys, but you, that that game just looked like... We, we dropped our heads halfway through the first quarter. We dropped our heads. We started chasing. We... The, and I tell you what, Zach Merritt was—he he should not be playing. He should not be playing. And, and man. this is this is what I'm livid about because Fantasia and Zach Merritt are clearly underdone. No, un, but not underdone, man. Underdone is underdone is 18 possessions for Zach Merritt and and a goal or something like that. They, they Zach, couldn't run. They he, couldn't. Could, he couldn't run, man. Like yeah. he had to stop running and let plays happen around him. And that's that's where you start to think, like. We go into the we go into a game right. GWS have a star in in Kelly. They go. He's just not right yet. We'll give him another week. Yeah. Uh, to get him right, we need to be professional and go. You know what? Zach Merritt is not right. Darcy Parish will play this game because he's fit. That's it. It's the end of we story. We need. I mean, obviously, the way the rest of the team play, it's not going to change the outcome. But it, it that's not the key factor here is when are we going to be a professional club? Do things like other teams do. They go, he's not right yet. We won't play him. Like, it's round one. Zach, and it, Zach Merritt, by the end of the first quarter, we just said, he oh, was he's blown spent. up. He was blown spent. up. There was one play in the, out, in the outer. He literally... Almost could not jog. No, he's, he's, it was amazing. And, and I know, I, I I don't know if I'm putting this on Zach Merck because I don't feel like I should in some ways, but he's obviously put his hand up as well. So you got to be accountable as well. But I know he he's a, at heart a very hard-working, proud player. Absolutely. Because he's just done it every, week in, week out. But we've got to understand, surely you see that at training. 
surely you see in match simulation, oh, you know, he clearly could not play four quarters of three three quarters of football. And I don't I don't think he got a game just because oh we've got nobody else to put in there. We've got a Chuck Zack in there. Hopefully there's he can other contribute. Guys. Yeah. There's other guys we could have picked. Darcy Parrish just got thirty five and five goals. Right. Okay, it's the VFL, but. A fit Darcy Parish is worth more than a bloke that can only run one yeah. quarter. Yeah, uh, exactly. It's insane. And we're wasting our forward line by our buggered midfielders who can't uh, our, run. Our midfield just looked totally unfit. But that statistic, yeah. we won the midfield clearances. <laughs> well, we've done that with JLT. And it doesn't mean anything in some ways. No, because, because all of the forward entries are snaps over our shoulder. Yeah, it's all rushed. Rushed, bombing... Bomb. Yeah, it's the amount nothing. of times I saw Michael Hurley, who he had a bad game as well. The amount of time I saw Michael Hurley when he got marks on the halfback flank or inside his 50 or something like that, he would just stand there and look and look and look, and then he'd just bomb it down the line. And, and that's That a, can't be our game plan, man. Surely our game plan isn't just stop and look, f- and look for a hopeful 50-50 contest down the field. But Bill Chambers didn't take it. They kept try- trying to kick it to Bill Chambers, kick it to Bell. He didn't take a single mark going down the line. In fact, it didn't even look like getting an- a mark down the line. Well, yeah. So, just key moments that really have me concerned. And I'm not picking on the guys in these moments. But you have McGrath running through the midfield, um, looking... For that singular play, the rest of it, he looked really fumbly. Uh, running through the midfield, by all rights, we should have some, we should have some good positions. He picks a two-on-one against Waller, Waller and against the, the ruckman, and the, uh, yeah, against the ruckman and a tall backman. Unbelievable! And I, like, where, where have we prepared these guys mentally to make these decisions? Like where, th- and that's this is my real concern. Like it's it's. It's across the board. It's like I'm seeing uh, some unfit guys running heavy over the ground, but I'm seeing mental, really key, basic mental mistakes as well. I'm going, I'm going to be very harsh here, but that didn't happen, that aspect, until the very ends of the saga. That didn't happen under James Hurd. James Hurd, what he was famous for, those guys came out in the first five minutes breathing fire. Mm. That, that's what... Absolutely. When, in those 2000... Motivated. In the, yeah, when on that 2012, some of those periods, 13, 14, he, they used to, always used to see... We probably didn't have the, all the skill in the world. No. But they had... They came out prepared and knowing what they needed to do, knowing the high pressure. We just haven't got that back yet. And... and Look, people have tweeted and and put on Facebook, you've got to address the coach, you've got to address the coach. There's no doubt in my mind the coach has to actually take responsibility for how this club has prepared itself so far. You just, there's no way around it. Like, I'm, you know, I've spoken to Wush, he's the loveliest guy in the world, but we're here to win football games. That's exactly right. (laughs) So I can't, and I say that because I I really want to be respectful because he, 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 he did come at an important it's a time, tough job, and, and I do remember the 2016s, and he was great for the club, and and I'm not being patronising that. People who know me know I actually genuinely mean that. Mm-hmm. He was he was a great choice. Uh, we're in we're now in 2019. That whole history has gone, and this club has a big big drought of any success, and it's got a list where I think 
we should at least be playing finals. Maybe I'm over-assessing, but I do think we should be playing finals. In round, but in round one, I, I agree with what you just said before, but we, we should be playing finals. Let's put finals aside just for a second, right? We've got a list that shouldn't do that in round bloody one. No, no. Right, that, let's just concentrate on round one for a second. Our list should not be doing that crap. 80, nearly 80 points worth of a loss to GWS, right? Now, a while back, Scotty, maybe a dozen or so podcasts ago, and, and people, if you find out, let us know on the Lunchtime Catch-Up podcast Facebook page. Scotty said something about, which I think is very uh, poignant, very uh, relevant to the game that we just saw. Scotty said a while back that he was worried about Darcy Parrish's progress as a number five draft pick, right? Mm-hmm. And was that did that have something to do with the way he's being coached and the way he's being trained and developed. the lack yeah. developed? Sorry, the way he was being developed. That's the correct word, right? I look at our club and wonder that exact same thing now for the whole the whole team. Are we are we developing our players like we should? Are we preparing them over the off season like we should? There should have been guys that are so pissed off with what happened to them last season yeah. that they come out breathing. Or nearly swore, nearly swore just then. They should be breathing fire, right? In in round one, not just head down and being run over the top of at the end of quarter one. Yeah. So I just worry, mate. I I, I love Wusher to death too, and he came in at a tough time, and clearly the man knows how to coach. But I just wonder that you look at the players and the the ability that all of those players have got. Yeah. There is no way that loss had anything to do with ability. No, and it was hard, no. unfortunately. I mean, Adam Adam White, who's a who's a, a journalist and a radio presenter on RSN. I mean, he tweeted out, and it's a huge concern. I mean, he said, "I watched Essendon train on Thursday. They're playing exactly as they train. School level continues to let them down, and a forward line structure that just simply doesn't cut it." Excuse me, dude. I'm with a... the burps, dude. What have I told you about <laughs> drinking coke while we're doing the podcast? Sorry, I shouldn't be laughing. At no this. more coke for you. Um. <laughs> No, yeah, 100% right. I, I just, I don't know, Bomber fans. I, I, I think Scotty again hit the nail on the head a while back when he said, can we be this casual about a club that hasn't played footy in, in 15 years? Why aren't we angry as a club? Like, why why isn't Dyson Heppel kicking ass? Why hasn't he come out? There's a lot of, there's a lot of, inst- again, this is in their own this is, time. Now, <laughs> this is where you want, and, and I rate this guy through the roof. But this is where you want a CEO or chairman or whatever that has a bit of Jeff Kennett in them yeah. and goes, you know what? Unacceptable. That is completely unacceptable. And I'll be talking to the head coach about it. Yep. And uh, that's it. And just, we, we don't accept that at Essendon. We've just ticked over 70,000 members. We're doing our part. We're doing our part. 70,000 members, brand new sponsors. We've got bloody, um, bloody... What's the name of the other yeah. the game playing team that we've got? We've got bulk money. We've paid off debt. We've done all these things. We've got you Dylan Shield. We got you the Triple S boys. We're doing our part, and I'm sorry, but that that performance does not reflect seventy thousand members who are going to be pissed off and selling out stadiums and the like. I would love to see Xavier Xavier say, and I know he's probably not the kind of guy that does it, but I'd love to see him say. I'm sorry, that's unacceptable. We, we, no. That's that, and I'll be talking to the football department about it because it's just unacceptable. But he, he probably won't do it. What we need <laughs> is Dyson to do that thing a while back. Where, uh, what did he say when he said um, about? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, he, halfway through last season. Yeah, well, he he had obviously a moment of honesty, and and, and even David Myers even mentioned one time that you know if guys aren't going to 
cut it, then they'll go to the reserves. Yeah. You know? Or they'll I, go I, to VFL. After <laughs> a loss like that. <laughs> and he probably doesn't want to say it because he's, he's... He, that he could be one of them. Um, <laughs> yes. But no, see, seriously, Bomber fans, um, Scott and I, we're a bit dumbfounded. Honestly, we're a bit, we're, we're I am going to swear, we're pissed off. We're pissed off and dumbfounded. We want to continue to support this club because we will it is anyway. The, but we yeah. will anyway, right? But it's the first game of the season. But and because we're passionate too, though. But you know, the reason why we're gutted is because we care. Like we want, yeah. we want on field success. But well, we want them for the players as well. We want them for the club. Mm. And it's not just a selfish. Oh, we demand on field success. No, no like I'm as, a, as a club, we they we, look bewildered. We are, we are a little bit irrelevant. In the AFL, we can't just keep finishing tenth and ninth, and, and uh, you're a nothing team. Then you're. But the, the other players, the Hawthorne, the Collingwoods, the West Coast, the Adelaide's, the mm. those guys that are up there, the Western Bulldogs, and like they're laughing at us, man. Yeah, they're going. Oh, Essendon's the talk of the bloody off season again because they signed Dylan Shield and they signed Jakey Stringer and they signed Sard and all these yeah. boys, right? And then they do nothing again. Yeah. We Collingwood's cannot... not worried about us on Anzac Day. Nobody's worried about Essendon after a game like that. They, no, I mean. How do you play GWS? If you said to, if you said last year, first round you can play GWS, they're not going to have Shield, Ward, or Kelly. You're going to go, oh, here we yeah, go. Yeah, thanks very much, or Mumford, or anything like that. And we finish off the last season winning our last 10 games, and you'd think, great, well, we've got some momentum and things have started to click. If you said we'd get beaten by 72 points, I'd have laughed at you. And that was flattering. Yeah, and that, that was absolutely funny. That could have been five more goals on top. Of, that could have been 100 points. Easy, yeah. if they had a kick straight. It felt like a 100-point loss, but, yeah. but they just didn't kick straight. But That's the kind of loss you saw Melbourne when Dean yeah. Bailey was around. Like, just... The, the players just couldn't play. Like, it, they were just traffic cones and people were running around them. That is not Essendon. And it's not no, the well, Essendon that I know. I'm, do you know what? I'm going to have a moment of honesty here. And, and, and please don't criticise me. Halfway through the third quarter... I was going, you know, I was thinking to myself, I actually want GWS to thump us now because I don't want us to come back and have a 30-point loss. And we go, uh, oh, we, we, we snapped we into Yeah, we yeah, improved, we improved the game. at the end, yeah. That effort, that result is no, you can, there's no way about it. That is a, that's a team meeting oh, <laughs> result. That, that, yeah, that'd that's, better be. That's a, what is, yeah, like. That's Heps in the leadership team. Yeah, looking at each other in the eye and going, "What the actual hell?" And I'm just hoping it takes round one instead of round eight this year because look, we can't, uh, we just can't be two and six again. No. It, it would. Be, but the, the bit that worries me is that you, you've got seventy thousand members now. You don't get that. No, you, you can't. Man. You just, you just, you're not going to sell us anything anymore. No, the bit that yeah. worries me though, man, is that the the total lack of, the total lack of um, game plan. The total lack of a game plan and not knowing what the hell to do when they get the ball. They don't look like they know what the hell to do. No. So you you can't just... And when when they don't know what the hell to do, they deliberately wait for the opposition to get the ball. The amount of times I saw Sean McKernan, who's not a Ruckman's left fingernail, right? He just waits for the opposition to get the tap down and then tries to react. So the midfielders are doing the same thing. It's almost like they're not trying to go and get the ball. They're waiting for the opposition to get the ball, and they're, oh, I'll just tackle him. It's, there's, no, there's no game plan as to what do I do yeah. when I get the ball. No, it's a, it was a very reactive, like, we hope they make the mistake yes. rather than us we'll, we'll react force to mistakes. Whatever they, yeah, yeah, we'll react to whatever they do because we don't know what to do when we actually get it. Yeah. 
So, all right, bombers, uh, bomber fans. <laughs> Sorry, this is depressing. I don't want to be double depressing. And no, you, and we're not like 20 that. Twenty minutes of us just going, "What the hell?" Venting <laughs> is venting, right? So, all right. So, here's here's a positive. <laughs> um, over to you, bombers. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, over to you, bombers. You've just been pantsed. Yeah, absolutely you, pantsed. One thing is, you're going to cop it in the media all week, and you deserve and to. I tell you what, it's uh, been a good long while. Good luck to the Herald Sun. They'll be aged Australian. They're all going to have the headlines. Yep, our bombers uh, no good. The bombers in trouble. Blah 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 blah. And we've got to respond. Uh, and like, it's no no way around it. We've got to beat St Kilda. And it's not like we're playing West Coast at West Coast next week, which we probably wouldn't win anyway. And yeah. that we're playing probably the second worst side in the comp. At home. Yeah. If we don't pump St Kilda next week, uh, we're in a lot of trouble. Because this is a... It's over to the Bombers now. This, If you're going to try and take any motivation out of this whatsoever, is that that's 100 points, and that had better be the rocket-sized foot that gets planted up everybody's bum. Yeah. And that they, they react to it positively. Well, yeah, I mean, you just... Please just stand for something. Just stand. That's, it. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, the rocket yeah. size thing that it's going to have to make somebody. And it, like you said, it's not going to be round 15 and go, right, oh, boys, now we have to draw a line. If we're going to make finals, we've got to draw a line. No, 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 boys. It's round one. Yeah. Because it's essentially, if we've seen your first three games and your first three games are no good. Yeah. Right? So don't let your fourth game be another one of those things because you're going to absolutely destroy us and the football fans. Yeah. Um. So, well, there you go, really, uh, Bomber fans. And I wish I had a joke that I could tell right now. Um, I reckon that's going to be it for me because, seriously, I'm, I'm fuming. Um, I want to go and see Woosh's, uh press conference to see what he says. I, I, if he, I swear, if he I goes, yeah. oh, well, it's, a, it's a tough loss today. The, the GWS guys outplayed us. And, uh, look, we're, we're really looking forward to next week and we're going to do some extra work on the track. Oh, please, Woosha. You're one of the hardest, most vicious backmen of all time. Just say the words everybody wants to, to hear you say because they're the truth. That was no good. That was insipid. Yeah. That was no good. And we're going to talk about it and it won't happen next week. It, well, someone at the club say, we don't stand for those kind of performances. It's not who we are. Maybe yeah. for the last 15 years it has been, but it's not who we are. Yeah. I swear if somebody doesn't come out, I'll be really disappointed. And you know, there's, there's, but, there's but, a legion of Essendon fans that have gone up to that game. Like, we we know we know fans and we yeah. know them personally. You've, across Facebook groups and Twitter, you see all the people flying up, getting their tickets early, excited for the year. Doing what fans should do. And like, I feel for them. They, they get, they're doing all, they're going all the way up to Sydney... Paying yep. hundred, you know, it's probably like a five hundred, six hundred dollar trip. Yep. And you're going, man, show something. I know. Come on, represent the club. That's that's it, man. That's it. I don't know that I've got much more to say than that. So, Bomber fans, I know you've been talking to us on um, the Lunchtime Catch Up Podcast Facebook page. Keep coming um, with your comments. We read them all. Um, Get hold of us on uh, Instagram too if you want. Um, the lunch, t- uh, no, that's Twitter. Um, yeah. The lunch catch up on Twitter. We couldn't get the lunchtime catch we are, up. We are likely going to have um, Josh Green on early next week. Um, former, yeah. former, closely retired Josh Green. Yep. Uh, not the Australian basketballer. No. Uh, uh, yeah. So that should be actually a really good episode. So we'll go into a little bit of his career. It'll be interesting to see what his thoughts are yeah. on, on where things going. We promise um, it'll be a more upbeat podcast. Uh, so it makes a decision actually of of uh, uh, Robert Shaw going to the club, and I'm hoping he actually has a bit of development because I know he loves youth development. So uh, it's like 
uh, Shuri, can you come in really quickly? And and I'll uh, tell you what, mate, yeah. if Benny Rutten's gone over there from Richmond and the, the, the kind of defensive stuff that he's putting in place is that different to what we know that we put up uh, um, performances like that, then... Yeah. Damn, Benny, you better make us understand that real quick because I mean, well, the issues the coach has got. There's, there's, I see it in two ways, right? Either their game plan that they want the players to do is bogus, basically. Well, it can't be. It's or, just one Richmond a premiership, or yeah, or the players simply are not carrying out instructions, which actually has a deep problem for but coaches they because don't understand it, if, yeah. if you're not if you're not listening, if you're not sort of uh, that's why Jimmy Stewart hasn't played a game, yeah, like so. in recently, so. Look, Bomber fans, um, like I said, we could go on uh, ranting um, on the negatives. Just a quick one. Uh, let's finish with the positive. So, the VFL <laughs> this boys. This will be good. Oh, yes, there we go. The VFL boys won by 100. They did the complete opposite of Bingo. what we Bingo. Just replaced the sides. Uh, great to see uh, Parrish have 34 possessions and five goals. Look, we know, we know we're not stupid. We know the opposition at Coburg was very weak that day, but... I always say you can only do what you can do. You, against you can the control. team you got to yeah. go out there against. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, um, just the conversations I've been had, I heard Zach Thatcher was probably in the best three as well. Um, Draper did well. Uh, Hocking did well. Uh, it was a bit of a team performance, actually, from, from um, when I was chatting to Paul Cousins. So, and I must admit, we, we were a bit up about that. We, you and I were up and about. <laughs> no, we, we, were, we were up and about about the VFL boys going, yes, baby, good yeah, start. I somehow think Parrish might get straight into the side. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, no, we were up, about, up and about about that. And then we thought, oh, yeah. this would be great if we just maybe sneak a win or, I don't know, even if we just get done by GWS. But, mate, that, Scotty and I are flatter than the proverbial right about now. I will say it is 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 uh, nice to see uh, Gleason and Redmond back, in, back on the field. They played, yeah. they played a half. Uh, I think they played half decent. Obviously, they're going to be a bit rusty, but um, it's just good to have them back, and, and they'll grow from there. Uh, Hooker's tracking really well, I hear, from injuries, so he actually might be only um, a two or three weeks away, so he's actually tracking really well. Yep. Uh, so, and boy, we, do we need his steadiness <laughs> yeah. down back. Yeah. Uh, All right. Lots of issues. Uh, come on, Essendon. Not the way we wanted to start the season, uh, boys, but you know the you know what? It, there's another game next week. So this is the last time you're going to hear us being negative. Um, we're yep. going to, we've we done had, it. We, yep, we had this one episode last year after round That's I think, it. seven or eight. And Scotty had a brief Where, where, we, where we let loose. <laughs> yeah, Scotty had a brief moment of quiet. And we won... We won 10 of the next 14. There so, you go, right? So we, we decided to go early. We're going to lift our voices up for the end of the podcast here. <laughs> hey, welcome back to Lunchtime Catch-Up no, Podcast. Seriously, uh, come on, Essendon. Uh, get, let's get on. Like, we, we, enough's enough. Yeah, uh, and I think I think that's what everyone's thinking. Uh, enough's enough. Let's, but the, yeah, and the other thing let's, too is... Let's start, let's start getting serious. Just a reminder to you guys, on, on your Facebook pages, on the Lunchtime Catch-Up Podcast, on True to the Red Sash, on any of those pages... I can assure you that we've just sat here for 27 minutes and vented and our frustration at the players and the club and everybody, right? I bet you there are play- all of the players have have they feel awful right now. I bet you a million bucks, right? Yeah. Oh, look, just be careful yeah. with your posts. Yeah, right? exactly. Be careful with your posts. It's okay to say it was a bad performance at Oatsco, but you start using the words like insipid and bloody uh, that that let's, stuff can be let's a bit not, dangerous, let's right? Not, yeah, for me, let's not post in players so they can see it or because players have or, accounts, yeah, right? Or, they, yeah, they see they can, these things. Don't don't tag the the guys in. Um, it, it does nothing for anyone. Uh, we, we know you're frustrated, bomber fans. We're always, fans. Always too, understand me. the issues of mental wellness and everything like that. So yep. uh, that they'll 
rest assured they will have internal meetings oh, there's nothing they won't be hearing that no we we've, that they don't want to hear it 500 times more from us that's exactly uh, right we talk we talk as a fan and we talk about the club how they've got to get better we make but you know we're still we're still supporters of Essendon and, and when we tweet and when we post we never want to directly include those guys as if they you know they're just getting slammed and abused yeah. All right. uh, but we're going to get better as a club uh, I, I hope I hope for if anything that it, it jolts the whole club because uh, and I hope that there's some at the top that actually go okay you know Let's let's have a let's have a chat, boys. Enough's enough. Yeah, especially after that. If that was an eighteen-point loss, you'd go mm, okay, whatever. But not nearly a hunch. Like not no, nearly a no, hundred points. No. That's and it have to happen in round one. It has to happen. So, all right, we'll wrap it up. Um, thanks for listening, guys. This hasn't been the funnest podcast to do, um, but we'll, we'll keep doing them, uh, even if we uh, get losses like this. And we, we're really thankful for uh, everybody that tunes in and everybody that listens. Um, so. We will see you next week. Keep an eye out for uh, the Josh um, Green podcast during the week. That should be fun. And then we'll see you guys after the Sanders next week. Catch you later, guys. Bye.